Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so I, I want to share a, a topic, an idea, something that I've talked about before, um, but it just keeps coming back. Um, so the the idea is just because people are fueled by drama doesn't mean you have to attend every performance right? Or just because you've been invited to somebody's drama party doesn't mean you have to go. So let's just talk about that for a minute. So first of all, you have no idea how many times I've said this to people in general, but definitely to my clients and also to myself. Um, Let's face it, drama is everywhere. And you don't have to even turn on the TV for these so-called drama stories. Um, it's just in real life, right? Drama, the experience of drama is everywhere. Where two or more people get together for any length of time, there is the potential for drama. Okay, and it comes in all kinds of forms. Now, drama will typically come out when someone is in victim mentality, right? So maybe they've had something happen in their life. And they're in this place where they're not feeling safe and secure. They're going to create a lot of drama. Think of it as a um, kind of a wounded animal that you're trying to help. If you back it into a corner, it's going to bite you. Okay. Um, victim mentality could also be that they're not mature. Um, they just lack the awareness that a lot of other people do. Okay. So those are the people who, when they're living in that mentality, it's easier to know them, to spot them and to avoid them. Okay. But you could also be dealing with someone um, that their drama is fueled by high stress, right? So they're creating drama, especially if they have certain personality styles, they get more bossy, they get more critical, right? They're under stress. And so knowing the person that you're working with, particularly in the workplace, if you know their personality, and you know, they struggle with feedback on a good day, but now they're, you know, highly stressed because of a deadline or a project that they're working on that's not going well, be careful. That's a dangerous drama zone. Okay. Also, um, when someone is dealing with pain, in particular, physical pain, this one is hard because you can't really tell, right? There are millions of people out there, I believe, that are going about their normal day being normal humans like everybody else that have chronic pain of some sort. And sometimes it's, it's a lot of energy to manage that pain. And so they can cause drama or be a part of drama a little bit easier because they're, they're tired. It's, it's a lot of energy. Um, but also emotional pain, right? So if, if someone is experiencing grief or loss of any kind, um, they're in a very vulnerable position and they can cause some drama or seeming drama, right? Um, I remember one time uh, I was I was with a friend. She had um, lost her two-year-old. Her two-year-old had been sick since birth. They were um, told to only expect about three to six months of life. And so, you know, they knew that they were on borrowed time. And, and so her son had passed away. And uh, me having experience in this area, I was sitting with her one day. And, and I don't use a lot of words. I, I just ask a lot of questions. I talk about you know, how amazing her son was, um, because 
a lot of times when you lose a child, people won't mention the child's name or talk about them. And that's the, the worst hurt that you can experience when you lose a child is like everybody forgets them, right? That's the thing that you don't want to happen. And so I was, you know, just talking with her and uh, I think we were at a coffee shop and a friend came up and, um, we both knew this friend and the friend did not have this experience. So of course, you know, the people who don't understand this, they try to find the right thing to say, right? If I just say the right thing, everything will be okay. Well, there's no words that's going to make this right. And so, um, from her low awareness of, of this situation, she said something, it triggered my friend, my friend kind of, you know, went after her, so to speak, uh, actually got up from her chair and was kind of yelling. Well, she wasn't really responding to, this friend in front of her, she was reacting to all of the people who were trying to be helpful and weren't. Um, and so, yeah, that was a big drama party, right? And my other friend, of course, quickly got out of there as fast as she could. And, you know, I, I understood what was happening. So I just kind of sat with it and just continued drinking my coffee. Uh, I'm not going to judge her or shame her. It was just like a, a pot that had been boiling and finally boiled over, right? So, she did come back to her, you know, herself uh, a little bit later, and she was better. Um, she didn't live in that kind of drama party. She she felt very sorry for what happened. And then I just explained to her what actually happened. You know, internally, this is what's going on. And she said, Oh, my gosh, that's so helpful. And um, to my knowledge, she used that and, and actually it helped her to reduce any other experiences of drama. So when someone is in grief or loss of any kind, they're very sensitive. And then one other kind of person is, um, you know, they're bored with life. I don't understand this. That's not, not my personality. That's not my experience of life. Uh, I have plenty, way more to keep me busy than anything else. Um, but someone who is bored with their life, who um, is not really appreciating, you know, maybe maybe they've been at their job for like 15 or 20 years and it's no longer new. It's not exciting, right? They don't have anything in their life. They want the experience of something exciting and wonderful. And so when they create drama, they get that feeling, okay? So those are some, some reasons why drama actually happens. Um, most people are not even consciously aware that they're doing that. They're just reacting to whatever stimuli is in their experience, right? And here's the thing. They are having a really difficult time, okay? And sometimes we can't know that until we interact with them. It's not like they're wearing a sign on them that says, be careful, you know, I'm in grief or be careful, I'm bored with life or be careful, I just hate everybody. Well, I think I've seen some shirts like that before, which is actually very helpful. Um, but, um, you know, when they're having this difficult time and we're trying to, to interact with them and then they do, they react like this, right? It surprises us and we can get trapped in their moment. And before you know it, we're in the drama party, right? And you're like, whoa, what just happened? So there are three phrases that I like to use and I use these genuinely. Okay. So I'm not using it to like, you know, tell the person, get out of here. I'm not going to have anything to do with you. But when I realize I'm in a drama party and I'm not going to be able to have any significant, um, meaningful interaction with this person and that there's nothing that I can say that's going to make it better. These are the three phrases I use. And then I get out of there as quickly as possible. So the first one is thank you for sharing. 
Now, thank you for sharing could be, you know, also used on social media. So when somebody tries to come in and hijack your, your post or, you know, uh, all kinds of different drama things that that's probably maybe another whole episode, but you know, I always try to say something like, thank you for sharing. I appreciate you sharing. Um, because I never want anybody to feel like they can't share something with me. Um, but I'm also not going to engage with you and whatever you just said. So I'm not going to get into a debate or an argument or anything like that. That's not worth it. Uh, your, your brain is going to attack me no matter what, cause that's, you see me as something, you know, to attack and I don't need to be in defense of anything. So saying uh, thank you for sharing that acknowledges that the person's sharing um, without giving energy to what they shared. Um, the next one is how can I help, right? So when somebody is sharing something with you and they're like, you know, really struggling, hey, I, I could see you're struggling right now. How can I help? It, and most of the time they don't know how to answer that, but it's enough to kind of interrupt the pattern of drama for them to be like, oh no, it's okay. Like, I, yeah, there's no way that you can help. That's, thank you so much. Right. And it kind of shuts down the drama storm, um, at least for the moment. And it allows you to kind of escape. Okay. And then the third one is, wow, you know, that sounds really challenging. Um, what would you like instead? And again, this is a, a pattern interrupt question, but it's also about moving forward. Now, here's what's going to happen. When you ask that question, what would you like instead? If someone answers in a positive way, you might even be able to have a conversation with them about what they would like instead. Oh, wow. Great. That's awesome. That sounds great. How could you do that? Right. Um, and then you can kind of go into a mini little coaching session with them. Um, so the drama actually presents an opportunity for them to make a change. And if they are willing and able in that moment to do that, you can help. However, if you ask, you know, wow, that sounds really challenging, you know, what would you like instead? And they're unable or unwilling in that moment to kind of play with you a little bit. That's okay. You interrupted the pattern and now you can go. Okay. So don't get stuck there. You don't have to help these people. Okay. So, well, I mean, unless of course you're their coach and then that's totally different. You got to stay, you got to help out a little bit. Uh, I can't tell you how many coaching sessions I've had over the years where somebody comes in and their drama storm is so great. It fills the whole session and I just let it go. All I'm doing is creating safe space for that storm to come in. And I love the Maya Angelou quote where she says, all storms run out of rain. So if my job for that day with that, that client is to provide safe space for the rain to release all, all, uh, and then they can go on with their day, that's a service to that person and to the world. So drama parties are kind of like landmines, right? You, you never know where they are or what damage there's going to be um, if you step on one, but you can move slowly and prepare yourself to, um, you know, to take care of it in a way um, that that really gives you a sense of power. Okay. So, um, you know, go out there and maybe try one of the phrases that, that I shared with you, see how that feels to you, practice it. Um, at the very least practice identifying those drama storms right away and trying to get out as soon as you can. Um, that is a good practice. So above all, stay safe out there with all those landmines. Okay. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.